Welcome to this episode of Fresh New Shorts, short story podcasts by award-winning writers. Today's episode is Tender Fruit by Deepom Susan Wads, who won the Writers Union of Canada short story competition for 2016. Miss Wads' award-winning short fiction and poetry have been featured in numerous literary journals and anthologies. The Writers Union jury said Tender Fruit demonstrates a writer who knows the power of show rather than tell. There's gorgeous writing here, especially the human imagery to describe the peach trees that ditch and alley must destroy. Tender Fruit Ditch kept his hands to himself. Does it hurt? he asked. Young peach trees lay in rows, their blossoms open like small pink hands, their roots dangling like veins. Only when I breathe, Allie said, pressing fingers to breastbone. Ditch didn't laugh. We raised the money, Ditch. We could have bought the canning plant. We could have taken care of our own fruit. Allie didn't keep her hands to herself. She liked the delicate webbing between Ditch's fingers, cables of sinew up his arms, the scruff of wire on his chin, and the silvery backsides of his ears. Snapping the blade of her whip-and-tongue grafting knife into its wooden handle, she slipped it into her belt's leather sheath. I love my peaches, you know, my peaches best of all. Taking Ditch's face in both hands, she nodded at yes. Yes, she said, her grip firm. I pray for them. Ditch let her bow his head. She imagined what his prayer might be, for the candy grit of pears, for peach skins soft as newborn cheeks, for apricots like tiny orange vulvas, and for black and red plums swelling like fresh bruises. A prayer for all this tender fruit that would never know sugar or pectin or the inside of anyone's mouth. Ditch raised his head to meet her gaze, registered the flinch of pain there. Where does it hurt? he asked. Stepping back, she averted her eyes, looked instead to the frail new trees awaiting the torch. It hurts everywhere. Let's get you home, love. You need to rest. I don't want to go home. I want my orchard back. A bottle-green dragonfly settled on the end of a stem and folded its black velvet wings. They only live one day, Ditch said, as if that should make it better as if the rows of uprooted trees didn't matter because they had lived for five years. Allie snorted. They're only supposed to live that long. She touched his forearm, felt for the heat of it, the strong pulse under the skin. How can you justify this, she said, sweeping her free arm in a wide arc. You can't, so don't try. I care more about you than the fruit, Allie. It's our taxes, our money, right? Right? They could have helped us. All we asked for was the startup costs. Instead, we get blood money. Blood. We'll do something else with the money. For the land, I mean. The wind flung Ditch's voice into the tree branches. Such as build condos? Prime real estate, right? A sharp spasm shot through Allie's belly. She winced, but didn't bend. The dragonfly lifted from the branch, causing pale petals to detach and float like bits of ash. Dropping to his knees, Ditch looked up and said, 
You're ill, Allie. We need to get you to the hospital. It's too late. Ditch grabbed at his hair and pulled so tight his eyes became mere slits. This, this is killing us both. Allie grew silent, all of the outside pulling in. Roots, tissue, the urge to touch, the longing and the rage. All of it retracted and coiled like snakes. Taking long strides, she set off between the fragrant rows of dying trees. Fresh chips of new growth threaded through last year's crisp dead grasses. The toe of Allie's left boot caught in the mesh of deadfall, making her stumble forward. Ditch was there before she could straighten, his arms outstretched. Ever since she told him about the war inside and about the blades and poisons the specialist prescribed, Ditch's arms seemed to be perpetually outstretched. But he didn't touch her, not unless she asked or pleaded. I don't want to hurt you, he'd say, when she guided his warm fingers to her wet and hungry places. It hurts worse when you don't, she'd say. What's it worth, Ditch? Allie dug in her heels and spread her arms so wide they bent back. She felt like a bird of prey, like a vulture. Soon she'd look like one. What price do you put on it? Why do you come out here, Al? It just breaks your heart and there's nothing to be done about it. Nodding, Allie pointed with one raw hand. They're going to make us burn the trees, Ditch, she said. I can't bear it. Exactly, he said, his arms still open. A gust of moist wind loosened the petals of the tree she'd indicated, sending them up in a flutter like first snow. Allie tilted her chin to receive the drift of blossoms on her skin. I love peaches most of all. When I was a little girl, my favorite dessert was canned peaches with ice cream. Canned. They were delicious, with vanilla ice cream. Vanilla. Remember how vanilla ice cream used to taste? It was good. Please, Allie. Ditch fluttered his hands like a great featherless bird. Come home. She regarded the back of her own hand, turning it toward the sun. Straightening, Ditch tried for a smile. Surely there's a way to make lemonade out of this. Lemonade? Oh, for God's sake. You mean like planting potatoes or something? Grapes like everyone else? Allie flung out her arms to indicate the entire orchard, trunks lying horizontal, blossoms unanchored, roots drying in the hot wind. What we should do is go to China and buy back the factory. Ditch opened his palm and Allie accepted his hand. All our tender fruit, she murmured. Peaches, plums, nectarines, pears, apricots. All our tender fruit. She allowed herself to be led through the ruts between the upended trees. Tender aid. We could invent a tender aid. As she shuffled through the bleached grasses, she added, I love peaches. Have I told you that? Plums and nectarines, too. But mostly, I love the feel of peach fuzz on my tongue. Not the smoothed away, almost slick skin you find in the grocery store, but that thick burr like your beard after a few days of not shaving. I love running my tongue over the fur and eating the skin first. Did I ever tell you how much I love peaches? She didn't wait for his answer. The really ripe ones when they're bursting with sugar juice and all sticky, 
I love peaches. I know you do. Ditch slowed his pace. Allie paused to linger at a tree whose branches had been swept clear of blossoms. Not one bud promised fruit. A gust of wind whipped strands of her pale, brittle hair. What she wanted was to lie down with her trees. Listen, she said. What do you hear? Tilting his ear away from the wind, Ditch listened. Motors. Maybe a tractor? Branches cracking a bit. He turned towards her. I hear you breathing. They're screaming, Ditch. Listen. A deep crease puckered his forehead. Who? Hear who screaming? All of them. Swinging her head in an arc, Allie said, If I had just, if I had tried. Allie, stop it. You have to stop now. Ditch reached out, almost but not quite touching her. There's nothing you could have done. The plant is gone and we're not getting it back. We did all we could, Allie. You did all you could. His arms like useless wings. Focus on healing now. I should have taken care of them. Stilling his hands with her own damaged ones, Allie brought them to his sides. Should have never taken that blood money. Should have taken what we had and done our own canning, like the old days, without the factory. All of us hired workers for a production line, we could have done it. Will you listen? There are 4,000 hectares and tons of fruit. You have to be realistic. Allie jolted loose her hand, taking a step back to study his tender fruit eyes, his bare skull as vulnerable as a hatchling, his forehead's vertical indent like a plum's cleft. From its sheath, she slid the grafting knife, pointed it first to a prone trunk, then for just a moment to her own throat. She began to walk again, one foot in front of the other. When Ditch drew up beside her, she said, I've always loved peaches, you know. I know. Releasing her grip as she stepped, one foot, then the other, the knife left Allie's hand and slipped into last year's grasses. Thanks for listening to Tender Fruit by Deepam Wads. You can learn more about this episode's writer at writeyourwayin.ca. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and rate Fresh New Shorts five stars wherever you go to get your new stories.